1: now You want to imagine a 15-minute city, you just look at Gaza. Gaza is the first, it's the prototype of the 15-minute city. It has AI machine guns mounted above the gates, constant surveillance, the controlled existence, the lack of rights, the lack of prosperity, obviously, the inability
4: to even get sufficient food or water. They say they want globalism to eliminate war
5: because without nations, you won't have war. This is what awaits us. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Did you know that Acapulco is meant to be a 15-minute city? (laughs) But of course. What other way could it possibly go? Ladies and gentlemen, I have investigative journalist Daniel Fournier on the line, and he helps us break down the reality of weather weapons, geoengineering, and the plan to bring the world to its knees. Guys, I'm grateful to have back on the line investigative journalist Daniel Fournier. He's from Canada. I've had him on before. And today we're going to talk about private entities, but more specifically, geoengineering and so many other ways they're trying to bring us to our knees. Of course, we know what happened here recently in Acapulco, that Cat 5 hurricane. Was that a weather weapon? Sure looks like it to many researchers. How about what happened in Maui? Directed energy weapons? Well, how does that relate to geoengineering? Because of the aluminum, because we're now highly combustible, like the fires we saw in California, they can be triggered at any time to drum people out of their homes and off their property. And do you think insurance will help you rebuild? Think again. This is all part of United Nations Agenda 2030, and we're going to uncover a great deal of it today with Daniel Fournier. Daniel, welcome back. How are you, sir?
6: Hi, I'm great, Sean. How are you? Good. I'm glad we were able
5: to pull this together in short notice. Special investigation, geoengineering, and weather modification in Canada. And I would add, around the world, this is Daniel's website, his substack, guys. Now, before we start, I do want to play this important clip. I won't play the whole thing, but I'll leave a link below. Private entities. Guys, as I covered with Corey Diggs recently, private entities like Gavi and more than 70 others across the world enjoy immunity from paying taxes, because they're not slaves like you, Serf, and from obeying laws. They are, in fact, above the law, which brings us to Pascal Najati. I've had him on the show, and his cry for justice and arrests in Geneva, Switzerland, which Najati says is the head of the snake. And by the way, his father formed the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab back in the late 70s, early 80s, and Najati's father... Well, he walked away in disgust because he clearly saw early on that Klaus Schwab is a viper. So let's listen to just a bit from Najati about the head of the snake, which is in Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva
7: looks beautiful. It is beautiful. It has a lake. It has this shadow. It's very peaceful, but there is a dark side to it. Everything evil in the world related to demo, side, unfortunately, comes from Geneva. You have WHO in Geneva. You have Gavi. Then you have the WEF, the World Economic Forum, which my father was a co-founder and left Paul Schwab out of disgust in the early 80s, that has diplomatic immunity. I, as a Swiss citizen, right here now, declare that the WEF is not eligible anymore for diplomatic immunity. I call on the Swiss authorities and security to arrest those people immediately. Why? The VEF, WHO, Gavi, Big Pharma, Big Tech, Bill Gates, all advocated a global humanity injection by a bioweapon injecting nanolipids into 5.7 billion people. And we Swiss are hosting them. It's terrible. We cannot tolerate any entity that promotes poison to be injected into humanity, but you've done it. I'm the victim, I'm dying from it. And my mother too.
5: All right, we'll pause it there. Like I said, I've had Najati on the broadcast. He did take the vaccine. He obviously regrets it, and he's speaking out against this mass genocide. In fact, he calls it democide, and the head of the snake is in Geneva, Switzerland. Friends, people are waking up in droves. The question is, can we take our nations back from the World Economic Forum vipers like Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden and Emmanuel Macron and all of those who are on board with the extinction of humanity. And that's what it is. All right. Enough of me. Daniel Fournier, welcome back. You know, geoengineering and, uh, chemtrails and all the stuff they're doing to the environment. It's all part of United Nations agenda 2030. And it's all part of the depop agenda, just like the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine that Najati just talked about there.
6: Oh, yeah. You see the, you already see the parallels. I mean, between, uh, everything that happened during the COVID-19 pandemic. And a lot of it relates to geoengineering, you know, because, you know, I did a, a long series on comparing the, you know, COVID nineteen, um, so called pandemic, right, with the the Holocaust, because, uh, and I, I think we talked about that a little bit last time, because there are a lot of parallels, right, uh, and a lot, a big part of it was depopulation, you know, I mean, there's. <laughs> There's plenty of evidence to point towards that. Now, the geoengineering is is is, is it's kind of harder to prove, but it's it's definitely there. I've done the research. I have three parts to my geoengineering series. It's about 235 pages long. I won't get into all the nitty-gritty. Um, but basically uh the one has to wonder, you know, is, is this really what they want to do? Is are they using these means to depopulate? Because if you look at the, all the toxic metals that they're putting up there, the, there's evidence to suggest that. And, you know, at the same time, they're ruining our natural environment, our water supplies and everything. Uh, there's plenty of evidence to that, that shows that I lay it out in my series, you know. So, um, yeah, a lot of nefarious stuff going on, and it's uh, hard to get answers. I, I've been in contact with many government agencies, Um regarding these issues they've answered a lot of my questions but a lot of them the important ones remain unanswered so uh yeah who are our government officials really working for right same thing up here in canada us and elsewhere in the world it's it seems like they're all bought and paid for you talked about the WEF. we have like so much infiltration with WEF. Are You know, deputy prime minister, she's on the board of trustees for the World Economic Forum. You can't make this stuff up, right? Well,
5: that's right. And so is Trudeau, right? (laughs) A young World Economic Forum global leader like so many others. And that guy is obviously so obviously a snake. He's really hated by anyone in Canada who can think. Is there anybody left legitimately, organically in Canada who supports that Viper, whose dad was also a Viper? And by the way, Justin Trudeau is more aptly named Justin Castro Trudeau, because it's far more likely that his real father was Fidel Castro. Does anybody up there actually like that guy and support him?
6: Uh, he he has more and more difficulty going out in public now because he, he's getting harassed by people and yelled at because the, the people are just so sick of him. How he stays in the office is, is really beyond me. Uh, I mean, he can stay in power till 2025, but, but uh, lots of things have been going on. Like things have been discovered last week that uh, we in Canada, we during the COVID Nineteen pandemic, we had something um called um, arrive can. So if you're traveling from abroad, you come back to Canada is is basically almost like a vaccine passport, right? And it, the, the whole thing was it cost like fifty four million dollars, and it, it it was it was done like under some fraudulent con- uh, contracts and. All of this is coming to light now, and it's it's probably gonna it's probably gonna surface in the parliament. And even last week, it's incredible. Like the Liberal government, uh, they were they had a parliamentary committee where they had uh, the the opposition party, the Conservatives. They brought in some uh, uh, some high level people from the RCMP. The RCMP is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and they were ready to testify on, for example, some Chinese interference and things like that. And you know, members of the Liberal Party they 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 just they just like uh, installed this motion, right? And the the whole committee got canceled before it even got started. Before the RCMP uh, had got a chance to testify, so like they're they're covering up their crimes, and uh, it, it's I, I'm just surprised they're still in power. It's just incredible.
5: Well, it, it begs the question: at what point? will there be an uprising in which these people are pulled from power? Okay, because they're so obviously traitors to their nations, not just Trudeau, not just Macron, but Biden and everybody pretty much in the Biden administration. All right, so let's turn our attention to what you've been writing about here. I'll show your sub stack, special investigation, geoengineering, and weather modification in Canada. And I would add all over the world, Did you see what happened to Acapulco? I know you've been following Jeff Berwick, who has a home in Acapulco. Look at the devastation as this tropical storm was magnified and turned into a Cat 5 hurricane, and the people had no warning. And I do have a theory about Acapulco and cartels. We can get back to that in a minute. What do you make of this? What do you make of the Maui dues, the weather weapons being used in Maui? To me, it's all part of United Nations Agenda 2030. What are your thoughts?
6: Oh, yeah. I mean, weather warfare. That was in, I think, part one of my, uh, of my series. People can go have a look at it. I mean, the U.S. military has been involved in this for at least 70 years, <laughs> if not longer. And, um, you, you can, cons- this is not really a conspiracy theory. People can consult, you know, official sources. Like uh, I was watching a video not that long ago, uh, from, I guess, uh, a guest. I think you had on your show, did you have uh, Dr. Anna Che M- 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 or something like yep, that?
5: Yeah, I did, twice. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay, so she had an uh, interview, I think it was in 2022, I, I forget the guest, maybe Nikki something, and uh, she was showing during the video uh, how how they were using the geoengineering on the West Coast, in the Pacific Ose- Ocean on the, off the West Coast of the United States and Canada, uh, and I think she was showing some NASA. You you can look up these uh, their NASA Worldview map or something like that. They're they're basically satellite shots. And she was showing uh, like the same kind of a time period where they had uh, like some of those wildfires in California. And you know they 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 really needed rain like with those wildfires, but they were actually suppressing uh, those types of weather systems. I don't know if it's El Nino or whatever, but uh, those weather systems that usually come in and bring clouds and rains. And they just had techniques where you had like hundreds of miles of basically it's like a wall. You can almost draw a straight line and all the clouds are on, you know, the western and and there's a you know maybe a a hundred miles or so with it is actually clear. So in other words, they're preventing the the clouds from coming in, maybe have some rainfall so like is that purposely to you know let the fires burn like hotter? like like that doesn't make much sense i mean and th- the evidence is there you can see it you can see it in these satellite shots so so it wouldn't surprise me what would be going on in, in, in aquapulco the only i haven't done a deep dive into it yet but um i don't know did you get any more information about it was a hurricane without like Like heavy rain, it was mostly winds. Uh, Yeah, that's
5: according to Jeff Berwick. But, uh, you know, more importantly is the fact that it turned into a Cat 5 and it's devastated the region. It's devastated everything. The structures in many cases are still standing, these high-rise condos and hotels, but the roofs are gone. The windows are gone. They're going to be saturated with moisture all day, every day in rain. That will compromise the integrity of the structures. They won't be inhabitable. So everything will have to be raised and rebuilt from the ground up, which is exactly the model we saw in Maui. How convenient. And by the way. The human toll, the suffering on the ground. I want to go back to something I was just playing in a second. We don't even need to speak Spanish. I won't even play it. I just want you all to see the anguish in this woman's face, because this is what the New World Order does to people all over the world every single day. Hardworking people who can barely get by are turned into even more desperate serfs by things like this. We're told they're natural disasters. But I tell you what. In just about every case, they are engineered events designed to bring people to their knees to give the power that ought not be in this world more control. It's all about consolidation and control. Daniel, that's what we're talking about here, is the subjugation of human beings across the world. I want your response on that, and then I'm going to tell you about my theory about Acapulco.
6: Yeah, okay, you just sparked a couple of thoughts here. Um, there, there are definitely parallels between what happened in Hawaii and what happened in Acapulco. And when I was researching, too, and I, um, I came across uh, in the United States, you call them FOIA requests, but here we call them ATI or ATIP requests, access to information. Mm-hmm. And there was one that dated from 2012, uh, and I believe it was from a former premier of the province of uh, British Columbia, And in that particular document, um, there was uh, Environment Canada at the time, because now it's called Environment and Climate Change Canada. Back then it was called Environment Canada. And they had kind of a, a, it was a secret like PowerPoint presentation uh, about the geoengineering. And one of the slides, it was really interesting because at the end, there was some uh, questions from the panel members. And one of them was from the Department of National Defense actually uh and one particular side uh question uh, ha- posed was was there has there been any form of like rogue geoengineering <laughs> and the answer was all redacted so that obviously implies that yes now did was canada involved with that or was another nation such as the united states or another nation involved with that and this is in canada uh we don't have the answer <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so, or uh, so,
5: or was it private entities that have immunity, right? Like these 76 private entities and organizations I just discussed with Corey Diggs recently. They're yeah. above the law. Okay, yeah. They have immunity from prosecution, so they act with impunity. Sure.
6: Yeah. And talking about private entities, uh, we're talking pre-record too. In Canada, unlike the U.S., you have the FAA that, you know that monitors the airspace and everything. But in Canada, like, we gave that up. We sold that out in the late 1990s to an organization, a private entity called NAV Canada, N-A-V Canada. And I looked into them, and and there's some really fishy stuff going on because it's, first of all, it's a a private entity, controls 100% of our airspace, you know, with the exception of some uh, military, you know, airspace for special um Special military operations or things like that, and I tried to find out like who owns them because uh, they're a like not for, not for profit corporation, uh, but they 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 still have ownership in in the form of bonds. So uh, I tried to find information. Okay, well, who owns the bonds? <laughs> and I emailed them. I asked them twice, uh, you know, with an official media request because I'm a journalist, right? uh and i never got any answers so like we don't know like who they're like who owns them and the ceo actually the ceo of nav canada is also the ceo of air Run corporation in the u.s and they have ties to u.s defense contractors you know so like you know in other words like, like i i don't know for sure but in other words like like let's say nav canada would permit u.s air you know, aircraft come fly, uh, you know, operations, geoengineering operations on our on our soil, if they give them permission, no, there's no oversight, right? And we have actually between the United States and Canada, we have a treaty that the countries are supposed to warn each other, if they're gonna be geoengineering related events, uh, they're obligated by this treaty to warn each other <laughs> and that's the cover image for my first uh, first of the series that you showed on screen earlier. I made some ATIP a- 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 requests also about, because uh, I did I did some ATIP requests about my province uh, for just a period of the last a year and a half or so, and then nothing showed up. Okay, so I made another one <laughs> for the last two years for all provinces, and I haven't heard back yet, but uh, hopefully... <laughs> We'll see what's going on. Oh, and another really interesting one uh, that came from uh, another ATIP request from another geoengineering outfit is in my province of Quebec. I think from April 15, 2009, all the way to late 2021, there were spraying operations by an unidentified company uh, that, that, you know, because uh, in Canada, uh, we have Transport Canada, and they're supposed to uh, allow or approve these whatever flights for geoengineering activities because you know they're supposed they have to check for safety and everything. Uh, but everything was redacted in the 162-page document. Like, we don't know which company did these sprays, and yeah. the substances are the substances are not even revealed, and nor is the purpose. Like, what, of what's going on? Yeah, so I tried. I made two requests from two different agencies, Transport Canada, another one to try to get answers. And uh, you yeah. know, like, if we're being sprayed upon by these, you know, chemicals, then like, like these are crimes against humanity. That's assault. that's right investigated it's just
5: like the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine right they didn't want to release the ingredients and pfizer coordinated and collaborated and uh conspired with the fda to try to cover up the documents for 75 years and a judge said nope you got to release them but here's the point the reason this is all happening And the reason that FOIAs are redacted or they're ignored altogether in the case of what you're going through in Canada is that these are no longer countries. These are holding corporations for Mr. Global. And we the people are the expendable resource, the currency that they believe they own and which they trade in. Does that sound like puffery or hyperbole, guys? Listen to this. Rothschild weather derivatives. They have created a market where they can bet on weather and if they control the weather, how do you think those bets typically go for them? How about in the case of Acapulco? I wonder what the weather derivatives looked like for what was happening in Acapulco. Did, did people profit? Did people make billions? And by the way, guys, as you look at this footage, a Cat 5, the result of a Cat 5 hurricane, look at these hollowed out shells of hotels and condominiums. Where are these people going to go? There are no windows left. These are not structures that are inhabitable. Tens of thousands of people have been displaced, all oceanfront property, again, just like we saw in Maui. Guys, this is Mr. Global, and the point is to bring humanity to its knees, which brings me to my theory about Acapulco. This may be a little cockamamie, or it may be spot on, I'm not sure which. If you imagine the control the cartels have in Mexico, which Jeff Berwick talks about a lot, which makes the federal government impotent. The cartels have control. The cartels have made huge investments in properties in places like Acapulco and all of these resorts around the world. It really begs the question, if the cartels get a little too big for their britches and Mr. Global wants to pull them back in line and the cartels say, nope, we have all the power now, what you going to do about it? And Mr. Global says, hmm, keep your eye on Acapulco and takes out all the cartels' investments, How quickly will the cartel get back in line with Mr. Global? That's just one theory. But I'm telling you, Daniel, when you think of weather weapons and the power of Mr. Global, if this indeed was a weather weapon and they can take out an entire region, we're not talking about a few city blocks here. We're talking about an entire vibrant region. Mr. Global has that kind of power? Good God, man. What in the world are we supposed to do?
6: Yeah, a couple points here. Uh, I mean, just, I have uh, some quotes in my series from uh, JFK and also Johnson, President Johnson in the late sixties, who controls the weather, controls the world. I mean, there's no other, there's no other weapon that's, that's, that's more powerful than, than, you know, the weather. I mean, arguably there's, there's nuclear weapons, but that's, that's kind of crazy. So you have to, you have to ask like, who benefits Qué uh, bono, right? And a couple of interesting points too about Mexico is that uh, maybe people don't know this, but Mexico's uh, the only country I know of that actually banned geoengineering. So they're not supposed to have this at all. So it, it, it means that there's, there's some other entity like that performed these geoengineering events. You make a great
5: yeah. point. International yeah. waters. They were attacked by a hurricane. International waters. Okay, that's not Mexican airspace. They were hit by a Cat 5 hurricane that just hours before, five hours before, was a tropical storm. Nobody had any warning. So isn't that interesting? Because when I was in Mexico and I've been there several times in the past year, you're right. No chemtrails, no GMO foods. They kicked out Monsanto too. See what I'm getting at here? I'm not so sure if this was maybe a threat against the cartels now. Maybe it was just a threat against the federal government. Fall in line with Mr. Global. You need to bring GMOs back. You need the chemtrails back. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But they were hit by a Cat 5 hurricane that came out of international waters, man.
6: Yeah, I mean, many many countries are involved in geoengineering. I mean, I lived in China for a long time, and, and they got, like, got pretty extensive operations for geoengine- geoengineering. They don't necessarily use it they probably do use it for, for warfare purposes, but they use it for many other purposes. But like the United States is the only country that I see that has the means to, to pull off these kind of, you know, weather assaults, we'll call them weather, weather assaults, you know, because that's what they are. Uh, I I mean, and why Mexico too? I mean, it's a little bit strange. Maybe it is a message because they banned geoengineering. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not, an expert on mexico so i don't know like who really runs the country is the cartels and all that but if you look around the world and you've talked about this before you know it's if you talk about cartel the real cartels are the banking cartel right i mean like they're the head of the snake and in switzerland you started off with that uh everything is in switzerland we talked about this last time the bank for international settlements and so on you know all the banking families the banking elites. Uh, you know, they all have like their uh, operations there. Uh, they come in from the shadows, and everything is emanates back down from you know the top of the pyramid, past the BIS and all the central banks. So uh, it's just like that Rothschild said. <laughs> Uh, a couple of centuries ago, I care not. You're who not to make some nation's right? laws
5: as long as I control the nation's currency and I control yeah. the British currency. Let me show you something. We might have just discovered a bit of breaking news here as we stumble through this conversation. The project has selected the cities of, who knows how to say that word, Kitaro, Puebla, and, and Acapulco. To be 15-minute cities, guys, planned impact. The project seeks to develop a pathway to impact that explicitly seeks to support three distinct communities. Anyway, smart cities, evidently, Acapulco was meant to be one. Okay, we just found at least part of our answer as to why this happened, Daniel.
6: Yeah, I mean, again, we have this word rogue, right? The things. It seems like things are growing rogue all around the world. I mean, I mean just look what happened, what's been happening in... in in Gaza, you know, Israel, I mean, that's just a, another big rabbit hole. But I mean, you showed, it was really interesting because you showed the cover of the Economist magazine, which is 40% owned by a Rothschild group, by the way. Uh, and they seem to project, they always have like these annual kind of covers where they have this, this really kind of mystical images and everything. And they had the one with the Hamas hand glider, and this was from late, uh, I forget the year, 2012, early 2013. Like, that can't be a freaking coincidence. I mean, they they like to project these things just like they do in movies, you know, and uh, I think it's part of their ethos, right? Uh, Like, they want to warn us about these things, and they say, oh, it's on us. Sorry. Uh, you know and you talked about a famous quote before i i have one a uh, review from a series because i was on a few podcasts not that long ago and um you know i lived in china for for a long time and uh there was a great philosopher named confucius okay and he he kind of worked in in the government court right he worked in the court and this was like during Zhou dynasty this was like 2500 years ago and listen to this quote because it really it, it holds true exactly to today he said signs and symbols rule the world not words nor laws and if you if you just look at the symbols this symbology just the apple logo anything you know uh they put the NASA logo. They put their they put these hints everywhere, and people are just blind to them. Even just the Apple logo, they see every day. They don't even they don't even realize that you know there's a bite in the Apple right. <laughs> that signifies something. The original you know Apple logo had the colors of the rainbow, but only six colors, not the seven colors. You know what's funny. A- that's the same thing with the pride flag, and there's a whole bunch of you know meaning behind that. Uh, it's and look, at the first Apple computer sold for guess how much 666 dollars
5: and sixty six cents. Let me tell you something funny about Apple. I just said this. I just said this to my wife the other day.
6: Okay,
5: it's so obvious in hindsight that they would allow Apple to be the company. I remember BlackBerry and the share of the market BlackBerry had. It's no surprise that Apple would develop the technology and win the race to put a device, a track and trace device in everybody's pocket, and then to add injury to insult everybody. We're talking about hundreds of millions of phones in people's pockets with a blasphemous logo on it, the Apple with a bite out of it, referring specifically to the Garden of Eden and Eve, Adam and Eve. That's what the logo represents. So, of course, the serpent tempting humanity, tempting Eve to take a bite of the forbidden fruit, which y'all put in your pocket. Of course, it's so clear in
6: hindsight. Yeah. And just, just a couple, just a couple interesting notes on the two founders, right? We have,
1: Order now fighterflare.com
6: Okay, Steve Steve Wozniak. He some would argue he was the brains behind that, but you know you could do your research. It it, it just seems like a CIA or inQtel operation to me. Uh, but you look at at Steve Wozniak. He was a thirty third degree, or he is a thirty third degree Freemason, and you know that the World Economic Forum. They had these uh, uh, cyber attack simulations for the past few years, uh, except for last year and this year, uh, called Cyber Polygon. People can look this up, okay? And he was a guest uh, on the last one. I think it was uh, 2021 or 2022. Uh, He was talking about Apple. You know, oh, Apple, don't worry. Apple doesn't, you know, share. uh, Is it? respects your privacy doesn't share like your pictures or anything then you we we know that's bs he's just lying through his teeth and the reason i bring this up is um i was on some other podcasts too and you talked also often about the alien deception distraction that that this might be a false flag coming up i did a two-part series on that that was the first part and i I think that's just a distraction i don't think they're going to go for it because you know they rolled out those those guys in front of Congress uh, a couple months ago, like uh talking about aliens recovered biologics and and people are just laughing at them, so they can't go with that so what what I think they're gonna do is they're gonna run uh the next big false flag, and this is all with the goal of you know getting the next financial system in place, okay, because they want the CBDC. But to get the CBDC, they absolutely need people to have a biometric digital ID. The only way they're going to get that is through a big kind of crisis, nine eleven style. So what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to simulate a cyber attack, a really, really large cyber attack that's that's probably going to wipe out the electric grid, the internet for at least a week. And then they're gonna they're gonna use that to justify having a you know digital ID. We need a digital ID after because there's too many bad actors, you know, and blah blah blah. And people are not gonna understand the cyber attack, just like the COVID, right? It's too difficult, and people it's too technical. People won't understand it, so they you know they'll just eat it up. We'll say, oh well, okay, we have to you know be safer and everything. And people are gonna eat it up. So I think that's the next. Big false flag coming along. I could be wrong, but uh, uh, from my research, and those are really long posts. I did two long posts. People can check out my Substack. Uh, they actually did a. I was talking about cyber polygon. They actually did a test run in Canada uh, last year. Okay, it was supposed to be on the same day as with the cyber polygon like event, and it was it was actually postponed the event. But we had here in Canada. We have uh, this big uh, uh, telecom company called Rogers, is similar to Verizon in the U.S. And for like almost twenty-four hours, like it was all wiped out. You know, people could not do, use their cell phones; they could not use the internet. And I did some digging in there. There's a lot of fishy things, and I think I thought that I think that was a test run for uh, for that cyber attack that they want to. I know I talked about that on the podcast
5: in great detail, but (laughs) I think you're right. (laughs) They've talked about that. And it's the same Vipers, right? That were behind Mm -hmm. event 201. It's the same Vipers time and time again. And that's why I wanted to lead with that video from Pascal Najati calling these people out. He says the head of the snake is in Geneva, Switzerland. And I think he's right. Look, if we could just get rid of Gavi and the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization in the United Nations, we could probably pretty quickly return our world to a place of peace. But add to that the corporations and the corporate governments, like the one in the United States in Washington, D.C. and yours. If we could cut the head of the snake off in some sort of peaceful way, just remove the head of the snake and return the power to the people, the people want to live in peace and harmony. It's these vipers that cause the discord. It's the vipers that have brought us into the maelstrom. It's the vipers who seek chaos because then they believe they can derive order out of chaos. And what's order? Less for you and me, less for our families, and more for them.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah, these vipers, the, the, the problem is, it, like just with the WEF, is they they, they have they control a lot of our politicians. And another thing that's coming, uh, you had a guest on, I forget his name, Greg Radowski, or I forget his exact name or something. But he was talking about the the WHO's. Yeah, that's uh,
5: James Rogowski, James James Rogowski. And the time is running out because, of course, the puppet that we have in this country is happy to sign off our sovereignty and give it away to the World Health Organization.
6: Yeah, I mean I've done a, a couple like of uh FOIA type requests for the IHR, which is international health regulations focal point, because like you said in your prior interview, like all countries have a, a contact, right? And they contact each other daily with the World Health Organization. And so I asked for records for the last like a uh, couple of years, um related to that because it's not necessarily just uh, related to pandemics and viruses and things like that, but they, they, they want to leave room for like a climate emergency of uh, quote unquote. Uh, you know, that could be the next big thing too is that they, they, we've seen this in the, in the UK. They, they want to lock people down because of climate and maybe they're, they're using a lot of these crazy like geoengineering events uh, to help justify these. I mean, that's a theory, but it's it's definitely a theory like, like worth considering. You know, they could be doing that. A lot of the, in Canada, it was like both Justin Trudeau and our, our Environment Minister, Stephen Gilbeau, um, he was just like day after day after day, you know, uh, last summer with the wildfires, oh, it's all because of climate change. And that, it was actually discovered that... <laughs> That The Trudeau government actually gave uh, a lot of money to the WEF to produce a report to justify, (laughs) you know, um, installing carbon taxes because of climate change. You can't Uh, make this this stuff up, you know, thank God there was one honest politician that, that made a special request uh, where she could get docu- uh, government documents, you know, to get the correspondence between um, the government of Canada officials and, and the WAEF. And it, it was discovered that, <laughs> well, you know, we paid them to produce these reports and then they, they, they spew all this nonsense about, Oh, it's absolutely hundred percent sure it's, it's, you know, climate change that's causing this. We have to We have to install these carbon taxes and Canadians are, excuse my French, but they're pissed off because the inflation is just rampant here. People, immigrants are even leaving now because it's the cost of living in Canada has gone through the roof. The cost of housing has more than doubled uh, since Trudeau took power. It's just people can't stand it anymore. And they're they're seeing through the BS. And I It's hitting hard here, too. Let me
5: just say something. People are beginning to see through the BS. And uh, I just want to say one thing about this global cartel. In many ways, and I think people are starting to recognize this, in many ways, the mafia, the old school mafia, imagine the mafia, all those Scorsese movies in New York, right? Mm. The mafia, in many ways, has more integrity than this global cartel. Because the mafia, right, they might say that they're going to protect your business, even though they're the ones who are threatening your business. But you got to give them a 10% kickback. But then at least they protect your business and they don't burn it down. Look at what these people are doing to Acapulco in Maui. Not only are they not protecting your business, they're burning it down. And then they're saying it's because of climate change. So now we must pay these same criminals carbon taxes to protect us from what? What they've been doing with engineered with weather weapons. See, the mafia literally has more integrity. And by the way, the mafia, they don't go after each other's families. They don't target your wife. They don't target your kids. These people do with a bioweapon masquerading as vaccine. Look, you and I are sounding the alarm because we need to wake up humanity and humanity is waking up. But these people have so many weapons at their disposal. Silent weapons for quiet wars.
6: Yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, there are all kinds of technologies. There's there's one called scalar technologies, and uh, the use of microwaves. And yeah, yep. And now, and now they have many satellites. It's crazy how many satellites they have up there. You had a graphic uh, that was really interesting that I saw doing my research uh, with the Corey's, uh digs. Sure. Uh, she was showing all the satellites that that are going up, and and some of them, you know. Could have like uh, could have like lasers because uh, you were showing some that had lasers uh, bouncing off each other and la- lasers are a technique to to actually uh, send uh, I don't know how it works uh, specifically but to um, they can send lasers into into clouds to make it rain and there's there's different even the just the scalar um, the scalar techniques that they use uh,
5: scalar technology I just posted information about scalar tech from deb tabaras in my most recent interview so it's funny you mentioned that it kind of slipped my mind as we talk about harp chemtrails and of course scalar weapons
6: yeah i mean like a lot of what i displayed in in my series and and this is technology from like 10 15 years ago who knows what the heck they have now i mean it's it's, it just must be so advanced it's it's incredible uh what what they have like uh I mean, even like uh, one, for example, would be uh, they. The, the recent talk and, and I have a whole section on whistleblowers, too, in the, the second part of my report. That's a really, really fascinating um, part if, if people want to look at that. There's seven like pretty big whistleblowers, uh, including a U.S. Air, Air Force pilot and uh, one that was involved with the logistics that you talked about, too, uh, on one of your prior shows. Um, I f- forgot my thought here, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, like new technologies that are, are, like, are coming out and is that we, that we don't even know about too. So.
5: Yeah. We're on your website here. And, uh, you know, the other thing I want to mention to folks is that, uh, amongst the cards that they're playing is the invasion of Europe is the invasion across the southern border, is the invasion of sovereign nations with military-aged men. And I want everybody to understand that their plan, if they get away with it, and so far they have and they are getting away with it, is they want to balkanize the United States. I want everybody to watch this clip, and then I'll make another comment after.
4: You stand right there? You stand right there? Huh? You stand right there? Yeah. Okay, then. So how long have you been in America? Near the end. You been in America? Did you get they flew you in? Smart. Yeah, they flew you in America. Yeah, okay, go ahead, man. I'm done. Y'all see what's going on here. And they stand right here. You see what's going on here, guys? See, I keep my eyes open. Y'all right here being entertained,
5: want to be separate. I'm going to bring the volume down and just make a couple of comments. So I'm not sure if the person who shot this video is the same person who posted on Twitter, but it says, open your eyes, America. Biden is secretly littering American communities with millions of fighting age males. And for what purpose? Is he building a proxy army? I would say he is. And so is the United Nations. Are our enemies doing so while he looks away? No, Biden's looking straight at it. He's allowing it. So is Mayorkas. Whatever it is, it's downright dangerous for all of us. Proxy armies being built to balkanize the United States when these people are triggered and or activated, is another word, to attack American cities. I've said this in other interviews, Daniel. Imagine BLM or Antifa riots, but everybody's armed with weapons that they got from a local cache, which is probably in some boarded-up warehouse somewhere. Imagine what will happen. Imagine the hell that will be unleashed on sovereign nations like the United States because of this invasion. I can't think of another word to describe this, Daniel, other than treason.
6: Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> treason's been happening for a very long time in the United States and uh, to some extent in Canada, too. I mean, it all comes back to what we were saying earlier. You know, it is a lot of our leaders being compromised. And it's not just by the different cartels. It's It's also a lot just by big corporations, right? I mean, just look at the the lobby in in the us, like the pharmaceutical lobby is, I think the biggest or if not it's, it's like the second biggest. Um, these are very powerful corporations. and that's why when we had these these various graphics, um I showed one on the last time we were on. You know, we with the, the the rich families at the top, and then the BIS and so on going down. And over governments, you have corporations. You know, like corporations are very, very powerful, and uh, you know they're, they're the ones who look in the U.S. They're the ones, it's similar in Canada too, but they're the ones who like basically fund you know the cam- political campaigns of the you know the senators and representatives and you know they these people have to vote a certain way you know they're told how to vote on the different issues especially for war i mean it seems like like how like besides ron paul like <laughs> how many us senators or representatives have like voted against war i mean i think even even florida's governor now is like he's he's on board with like you know israel supporting israel and even trump like just didn't didn't he just like didn't he just say that he would be like full-on support of like Israel now and like
5: yeah he did you
6: know for one drop spilled they'll, you know we'll have a a gallon whatever <laughs> like.
5: They're all Zionists. See, this uh, is the uh, point I make repeatedly. These people are all Zionists. What is Zionism? Rothschild Zionism, the Balfour Declaration, the refounding of the state of Israel by the British government, making a secret deal with the House of Rothschild. So when people want to get whipsawed into these wars... War after war after war in raising Gaza to the floor, right? Erasing Gaza from history, killing two million men, women, and innocent children who are stuck there. They better understand who they're serving, and that is Zionist, the Zionist House of Rothschild.
6: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what's happening in in Palestine and Gaza? It's just like, and you can tell the media is also, you know, bought and paid for. Um, I had a really long post called why society needs conspiracy theories and conspiracy mm-hmm. conspiracy theorists because you know the CFR they 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 control the 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 media not just in the United States but in Germany and in Western Europe and so on. Uh so they control the narratives and it's war 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 and you know Israel good and Hamas bad you know even though Hamas it seems like <laughs> Hamas was created by you know Netanyahu and you know uh, Israel, if you really look into the research, it's it's just crazy, and they're just bombing, bombing the crap out of, you know, innocent civilians. Yeah, okay, maybe Hamas is a terrorist organization, sure, okay, but, you know, why, I think you showed some uh, clips from the Max Egan uh, video recently, it's just they're bombing the crap out of, you know, they're pulling uh, babies and infants out of, like, the rubble, you know, Like, like to them, it's almost like they get off on it. You know, like they don't care about to them. It's a sacrifice to, you know, (laughs) the ones they worship. Moloch. I can't put put it any other way. And it's, it's, it's just downright evil. And like, uh, no, you're
5: right. It's downright evil. And uh, I'll play this before we part ways here. Uh, what appears to be a weather weapon above Turkey just before that earthquake on February 6th, 2023, or at least this is when this was recorded just before the uh, earthquake. Could it be harp? Could it be that action over Turkey that caused the devastating earthquake? Because again, Turkey wasn't playing ball with NATO. See, again, we see evidence of their weapons being used to get nation states to fall into line with Mr. Global. That's why you are reporting about this. It's why I will continue to report about all of this. And none of it's easy. All of it's difficult for the normies to digest because the normies, brother, they don't even understand what a Rothschild central bank is. And by the way, the Rothschilds control every central bank in the world with the exception of three, one of which is in Iran.
6: Yeah, a couple points on that. Uh, Number one is you were just talking about the earthquakes in Turkey and not just in Turkey. There were some recently in Morocco too. I covered this in part two of my geoengineering series. Uh, The same author actually of this book, if you can see it on the screen can you see it on the screen yep okay so it's called chemtrails are not contrails so it's a very technical explanation uh, by a scientist named J. marvin herndon and he explains you know exactly what chemtrails are they're not condensation trails i mean that this the science is pretty solid and this author also he he and uh, I think it's the same author of this book with uh, Dr. Mark Whiteside. They wrote um, a scientific report about the earthquake in in Turkey and how it seemed to have been um, actually fabricated by uh, different. I think it's microwave weapons, also by uh, the uh, some evil. <laughs> evil entities, evil forces uh, in the United States. There's a lot of scientific evidence that points to it, and there's also some other, maybe it's more circumstantial evidence, but like, basically uh, five days before the uh, <laughs> the earthquake, you know, they ask a lot of people from their embassies to just get, get out of there.
5: <laughs> Is that yeah, right?
6: I, I, yeah, and I linked, I linked to some of those. Uh, the UK did the same thing. Um, so, you know, that's just not... I mean, it's circumstantial evidence, but like, well, is, it really, is it really coincidence?
5: No, it's it's circumstantial evidence of foreknowledge. And we see stuff like that time and time again, just like we did with the texts that were evidently sent to Jews in the Twin Towers to get out prior to the attack that morning. People will say, well, that's not actually true. The evidence suggests it is true. And as we round out the conversation, guys, I know that we've just had a cursory conversation about weather weapons and geoengineering, but here's some facts that the normies do not know or understand.
4: So we have here, according to us to the Senate and Congress and other people, are folks that will look you straight in the face and say, Well the idea of weather control, creation of earthquakes electronically and all of that's absolutely ridiculous, Mr. Fletcher, or anyone else that might ask it. However We find out that our nation 20 years ago actually went into an entire convention that said, now that we can do it, uh, we promise that we can use it against other countries. Well, unfortunately, uh, that promise does not include using it against ourselves here in the United States.
5: I'm going to pause it right there. You know, it's a lot like NATO promising not to surround Russia. It's a lot like Pfizer promising to deliver a vaccine that's safe and effective. And it turns out it's not a vaccine at all. It's a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Guys, are you starting to figure this out? The whole apparatus of government and corporations in bed together, that's called fascism, has been turned around on we the people, not just in the United States, but around the entire world. And I know that Daniel Fournier is doing his level best to expose all of it. Guys, here's the Substack. It'll take you a while to read through, but it's worth it. Special investigation into geoengineering and weather modification in Canada. I will leave the link to Daniel's Substack below. Daniel, I appreciate you. I appreciate your ability and willingness to speak truth to power. It takes courage. And sadly, a lot of folks, even though they're starting to shore up a little bit, grab themselves by the bootstraps, a lot of folks lack courage, Daniel.
6: Yeah, I mean, like courage. What? Like, I mean, the, the way the world's going, you know. Like, I mean, people have to start speaking out. And you know, I'm an independent journalist, and like, you, you won't find any any series on geoengineering, weather modification by the mainstream media here in Canada. Uh, maybe some outlets in the in the U.S. touch upon it a little bit, but you know, people. Number one, people need to be informed. So I try to educate and try. To, these are very complex topics. So I try to. I'm a long-time educator, so I, I simplify them as much as possible, give, like, some very simple explanations and, you know, examples so people can kind of, like, understand it better because that's step number one. Step number one, what like, learn about what's going on. Step number two, get angry about it, you know. Uh, one of the first comments that I had is a user that was really angry. I was on a podcast, like, not that long ago. I said, great, you know, that's the first step get angry you know write your local politicians just for some encouraging news in the u.s uh there's two states that uh, have introduced uh state bills uh rhode island and illinois to ban geoengineering and weather modification in their states so the people are working on this you know uh, yeah it's it's a long struggle but uh the better people get informed and they get active at the local level there are solutions to this uh so it's it's you know people got to be proactive because if, it, if people just say oh i can't do anything about it and have that kind of attitude and then you know we're just going to be trampled on like whether it's this or any other agenda you know People need to stand, start standing up for their rights and asserting themselves and, uh, you know, have no fear. and Like, like, speak out, you know, we, we got to speak out now before they really start to censor us, right? Well, and before they
5: really destroy everything, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're not going to stand up now while well, there's still something worth fighting for, when are you going to stand up? When there's nothing left? Exactly. I mean, look at these folks in Acapulco again. They have nowhere to go. If you live in one of those condos, I don't care if it was a million dollars, two million dollars or 50 grand. You now have no home and you have nowhere to go. No power, no electricity, no internet, no food, no water. They have the ability to bring us all to our knees. And that's why everybody listening better stand up right now, get involved, stand up and speak out. Honestly, guys, it's, if not for you, for your progeny and for the future of humanity. Daniel, I want to thank you so much for your time. Again, remind people how they can follow you and support you.
6: Yeah, mostly just go to my Substack. It's fournier.substack.com. So fournier is F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R. And take a look at the articles. Uh, The last big one I just posted was part three of the geoengineering series. Uh, Even though it says for Canada, it applies a lot to the United States. So don't be fooled by the title. If you're American, just go and have a look at it because it it largely applies to the United States and, and elsewhere. And I write about other topics, you know, World Economic Forum. I just started a new series, too, called Symbol Watcher, just talking about symbols earlier uh, another one I just started writing like recently, uh, and this was the point I forgot earlier was that I actually starting a, a series on the synagogue of Satan because you were talking about the Rothschild bankers and all that earlier. And it's funny, just yesterday I was replying to another investigative journalist comments on Twitter, and I had I had put a comment about synagogue of Satan, and that was I got some kind of like uh, <laughs> warning from twitter about that so that's that's censorship and one of my articles too is about elon musk and how he he just wants to bring about this you know x app that exact exactly like wechat in china you know and the last two years i was in china i actually worked to like taught for two years at like we at tencent where they make wechat so i know this app inside out you know Uh, I taught the mid-level managers, a lot of them even reporting to the CEO. So I know this company inside out. And, you know, Elon Musk has a giga factory, his Tesla giga factory in Shanghai. And you do not operate in China (laughs) if you're not bent to the will of the Chinese Communist Party, you know. So uh, there's a lot of stuff stuff going on. And I cover a lot of that in that particular post. Uh, If you scroll down my my feed, it's it's a... It's a black image with a white X. Uh, Elon Musk—he's—he's he's definitely probably another like CIA uh, operative. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that. So, uh, you know, he's luring people back into the X platform. It's a trap. Whitney Webb wrote about this. Uh, she tweeted about this uh, often. People don't get certified and everything because once you get sucked into that, you're not—you're not, you're not going to be able to get. <laughs> to get out, and uh, it's a grand deception there. People people need to really, really um, question the motives of people like Elon Musk. And, well, we didn't even get into all this Starlink stuff and all the, the satellite operations he's I know. All. I know.
5: He's deep state. It's a conversation for another day, but I want to point out that I did post this to my Twitter account, Descent into Maelstrom, with Harley Schlanger. And the first comment I got was from somebody who said, Hey, Sean, long time no here. And I said, and yet I'm here almost daily, but throttled and shadow banned by Elon Musk and the Twitter CEO, Linda Yarcarino, who is a World Economic Forum acolyte. Guys, it's just so clear. The battle for humanity wages on every single day. And at least we have Daniel Fournier on our side. Daniel, thank you so much, brother. We appreciate you.
6: Oh, my pleasure. It's a great pleasure to be on your show, Sean.
5: Well, I'm glad you were able to come back. Thanks so much. Friends, I'll remind you every single day for free. Check out Daniel's Substack. I'll leave the link below. And check out sgtreport.com. It is the antidote to corporate propaganda. Why do we call it that? Well, because the corporations own the six major outlets for the media, the news the American people get, and it's all propaganda and gaslighting. Guys, check us out every day at sgtreport.com. And in the meantime, may God truly bless you. And yours. Bye-bye.
0: What are scalar waves? And what do scalar wave weapons do? Bottom line, nothing in the air is safe or on the ground. Because any building can be penetrated and inside contents destroyed with narrower wide crossed beams. There is nowhere to hide. These are optimal weapons or invading these are silent weapons that we've heard for so many many years you must understand these are directed everything has a frequency everything just like individual humans everything has a frequency they can direct these weapons to a specific target and they are
1: back.